0: got some helicopter in the background but the helicopter is real it goes right over our house
1: oh yeah we're like directly in line between roanoke and our withville hospital so, so ba- they basically it's like right over top of our house but you, know, I, you
0: probably didn't hear that over the music so i bet they did but if they didn't I'm you yeah. know we lift up prayers to the person who needs the yes. airlift always we For always sure. do that was seven dust that song is called black and cartman thought that it was pretty <coughs> all right well i'm glad because uh, mike patterson turned me on so I, I
1: think that that was pretty neat
0: <clears throat> all right so we got a guest tonight uh double o bob incognito aka the cheese and he came bearing some pretty awesome stuff. oh man this
1: is the george Dickel uh hand selected barrel uh this is some good stuff um it's uh it's very different it definitely has a fruity aroma to it and i don't mean to sound like one of those whiskey snobs that says oh this has this or this has that I mean, you can actually taste it. I, I mean, get you a sip of it, see what you Will think. Will it pass the Oreo test? I, I'm going to dip my Oreo
0: in, in my oven here. I don't think I want to... It won't fit in the glass you got to. Well, it, it might, but I mean... <laughs> don't I think leave still... it in too long. It'll get soggy. Yeah, just right. dip it like you would uh, in dip a glass of milk. Dip it in
2: and then go ahead. And...
0: Mm.
2: That is good. That is good. <laughs> you know Never come empty-handed. That's right, Oreos. Oreos good stuff. We always do it. All right. Have oh. you tried your uh, Bushmills over there yet? I haven't, but that that is uh, next on my uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. I'll tell you, you're
0: going
1: to really enjoy that. I mean, I've had a lot of Irish whiskeys, but I mean that thing. Ooh.
0: You want to hear a funny one? The Bob the um, was it? well last week's we had Andrew. He brought that
2: Bushmills oh, yeah. from New York. Irish whiskey is good. It's better when you drink it in Ireland. Is it? I bet it is. Yes. It probably just has a absolutely, you know,
0: yeah. It's kind of like drinking moonshine in Franklin County. It's just going to taste better.
1: Yeah, it's just one of those things. It's just kind of a cultural thing that just makes it. It's it's like the German beer. I mean, you can drink it over here, and it's like meh. Nah. But and I've never been to Germany, but I know a lot of people who have, and they say the beer over there is just fantastic. But you have to okay. be there. The atm-
0: <laughs> atmosphere must be. So look, folks, um, this is kind of part two of. Last night's podcast because see what had happened was, was is, is that the dabbling machine went off for some reason. I do recall looking over and the little red light that's supposed to be on all the time was blinking. It's some kind of
1: error either with the chip or with um, the batteries or or something. I mean, hopefully it won't do that again. But yeah, it, it cut off at thirty nine some minutes and. We ended up going like an hour
0: and five, thinking it was still recording. We were talking to nobody but ourselves. Yep. Yeah. And the stink bugs.
1: Well, there's probably a lot of people out there that would prefer it that way. I, you know, to be honest. Well, okay. I, I think that that
0: uh, Razor City Den would prefer it that way, because he I ain't no doubt. So yeah, we got we got a one star review from this dude called Razor City Den. Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but his <laughs> not, problem. There's not any chance the recorder had COVID, is there it could it
0: have, could have. It could have. To put a mask on it <laughs> but um the dude he gave the review in his screen name for all the forms that he had inhabits and so it was easy to kind of do a trace on the guy and i literally did find out where he lived even his street address so we could dock which may eyes. or may not have been 26 ben franklin road <laughs> you know. But I'm not going to give the town because that would be too much. Yeah,
1: I mean, but it's not um, like he gave the name in Razor City Den. Like, you know. The most popular razors out there, you know. The Gillettes. Yeah, I mean, it, might, it could be in a town called... Well, I mean, well, I mean it might yeah, not it be either. I, mean, it, Gillette. I mean, You yeah. know, sometimes I'll, I'll use, you know, a bit we'll get, or we'll something like that.
0: Bowtie lawyers after us again.
1: Don't threaten me with a good time.
0: <laughs> All right, folks, this episode... We have enhanced the audio quality because I did a thing. After two years of using this <clears throat> Zoom H one N, I found out it does have the ability to record a richer sounding audio than we had been doing. Well, that
2: just sounds pretty
0: good. <laughs> That's Cartman and we love Cartman. He belongs on Mount Rushmore. Yeah, uh, Bob, this is some great stuff. I'll this, tell you, uh, I, I really have enjoyed it. He knows that. how to pick out the whiskeys. It's got a out. little snap, <clears throat> doesn't
1: it? It does, but it's also got like a really, it, it's like a sweet, I mean, especially when you're tasting it, you know, with your mouth partially open and, you know, inhaling, you can really, it just, it does actually have a fruity aroma to it. And, uh, a lot of people will say they can taste <clears throat> stuff like that and they can't, but I mean, I on this one, I can taste it. I mean, it's,
0: it's good. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, um... <clears throat> We had trailed off, for those of you who heard the last episode, it just ended abruptly like my first marriage. uh, (laughs) Let's not go there. (laughs) Yeah, we won't go there. You knew all about that. Um, Because Double O Bob is a friend from the Wayback Machine, 40 years, I
2: guess. Good day. Wow. we can tell we could tell some stories, but we'd need longer than an hour, That's and probably a good bit, bit more them. bourbon. Yes, <laughs> the stories would get better as the uh, bourbon bottle got lower.
1: <laughs> I bet, but I, I don't need I remember.
0: To that. <laughs> it was uh, Captain D's in Bluefield it had the letter board out there, <laughs> and it said, "This was like way up in the wee hours of the morning. We must have been to." That nightclub, what was it, Bose or something like that, I think. Other side of the cross. Definitely other side of the cross. And the letter board said, uh, Sunday, all you can eat, country dinner, $8.99. And Double O Bob, I'm pretty sure, was involved in this. Because somebody needed to boost someone up to pull the O and the R and the Y out of country
2: and slide those four letters together. Oh God. Sunday <laughs> oh, all you can eat. There was a line out the door the next day, I bet. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, that yeah. sounds like something double
1: O Bob might have been involved in back in his The right. Rose wasn't smoking
2: he, that night. It wasn't smoking. <laughs> okay.
0: The road's smoking, that's another one. All right, um, I did want to close up on the Jordan Peterson thing and I, I still I like Jordan Peterson. But you know I, he,
1: I've always enjoyed hearing you know what he has to say. I, I mean, think
0: he's a brilliant thinker, but you in know some he, ways. he, he pro- you know this guy, Jordan Peterson, he's a pretty pretty good commentator. <clears throat> he's from I think he's from Toronto, he's from somewhere I mean, he's in Canada. Canada. But, Same thing. Yeah, well you know it's yeah. Him. Same so um I we got a lot of Canadian listeners, so we don't need to step in it here.
1: Well, we love our Canadian listeners, but you know. I, I
0: tell you what, that trucker protest they did yeah. blew anything we did away. That is true. I mean, that is you true. Know, they they they've got some hardcore freedom-minded people there. But let's get on Peterson. He I, I do like him, but he said that you know uh, the election in America wasn't stolen, it wasn't rigged, and the courts have decided it, and y'all just need to quit thinking that way. And he hasn't seen the evidence. So maybe if he does see it, you know, he will change his mind, come on over to our side. But, but. I, I, as far as, you know, just
1: talking about Peterson, he very rarely opens his mouth to speak about something unless he is highly educated on it. I was disappointed to see that he just apparently read some CNN article or something, and then just bam, all the courts have decided. I, I mean, the courts are corrupt. The courts are hacked. I mean, and, and not not only are they corrupt, in some cases, they may not necessarily be corrupt, but they're intimidated
0: uh, by people that... Well, they did that to our Supreme Court. I believe they did, and... But let's, just, let's just say this. If you have not seen Dinesh D'Souza's documentary, 2,000 Mules, you see that, you'll know. Steal five cities. They said, okay, and, and Peterson said this. He said, there was not widespread election fraud. You're right, buddy. There Boom. wasn't. It didn't need to be widespread. You steal five cities, you steal five states. Boom. Yeah, Atlanta, Philadelphia, Detroit, Milwaukee, and Phoenix, Though with those five controlled cities, controlled by Democrat, uh, cabal. And actually, Tulsi Gabbard left them today. I like her, she's, she's pro-death, you know, she's pro-abortion, but other than that, she's pretty much with the Patriots on everything else. But uh, I, uh, y- y- you know, you can see that evidence and it's irrefutable.
1: It is and uh, I'll be honest with you, I didn't need any of that documentary to know. I mean it's, ha- it's a handy tool and that's what I tell people. I mean watch it even if you already know that it was a fraudulent election. Watch it and uh, you'll, you'll have even more arrows in your quiver as far as being able to convince people that it was a fraudulent election but you know it's a great tool for for the people out there that are on the fence like like they maybe in their gut feel like something wasn't quite right but they don't know if it was like outcome changing election fraud (laughs) Uh, it's a it's a really good tool for that but uh, i'll tell you it really takes in my opinion um a mentally challenged individual to actually think that somebody that couldn't get 12 people to show up at his rallies and uh, his opponent had tens of thousands of people over and over again that would literally get there a day in advance and wait in line for Perdido. 24 hours and they would stay awake standing in line for that long just to get screened and in there you know. and they think that this other guy that had like 12 people at the most and can't even form a sentence would not only beat the, his opponent but was the most voted for president in American history Didn't that
0: him. is preposterous I also look up uh, Seth Keschel he was He was army officer who worked with the CIA. Their business was rigging foreign elections. And if you think America hadn't been into that all along, you need to wake up. Um, uh, America, our CIA has all around the world, oh, we don't want this guy to win in Venezuela. We want that one to win. We'll go down here and we'll fix that puppy. You know, and they did. And Seth was involved in this and he knew how how to do all of this. And he's just come forward and said, this is, this happened in America this and time. They did it in America this time. If you can find that video, what he's talking about, as far as
1: county-by-county county analysis of... They're called bellwether counties. And, and there are hundreds of them. And historically, if four or five of them fail, that's rare. Like, like it's actually rare that four or five would go... Do the, not predict the winner. They do not predict, exactly. There was over a ninety Ninety-some, I think. It was over a hundred. It was like a hundred and two mm-hmm. or three... That uh, that went the other Bell way. Bellwether
0: went for Trump. Yes, but somehow the chairman quote that unquote wins. Is in my
1: not just opinion. This is just the way it is because this has never happened before. Like I say, the uh, it, you know historically, if if four or five you know Bellwether counties go the other way, that's rare. And uh, and there was there was over a hundred that uh, that went for Trump and still Biden won the election. Biden and Yeah. Pretty much, Biden lands That, that, in my opinion, was the more scientific and more um, for somebody like Jordan Peterson, that would be a more think, appropriate. I think bit. that was
0: a rare example of him not really Thinking. analyzing. Yes, not really looking into it. He just accepted this notion that oh, the court said this, and the court said that. Yeah. Gu- guess what? The Milwaukee Supreme Court said. I'm sorry, the Wisconsin Supreme Court said. Is that all these votes, There was two hundred and some thousand votes that came in that shouldn't have been counted. But what are you going to do now? You know, throw up your hands. Can't do anything about it. They didn't withdraw them, right? Well, I mean, they're a paper tiger
1: essentially. I mean, and that it's that's proven because if they said that they shouldn't have been counted, and therefore they are null and void, and therefore the election there is completely compromised and it is not legitimate. So, but guess what was done about it? Nothing. Nothing. Guess what will be done about
0: it? Nothing. Nothing yet. (laughs) all right so prep of the week we didn't get to in the last episode because our recorder went tango uniform (laughs) my tits up prep let me tell you one right here oh boy i'm in the air force you know and i'm i thought okay i joined the air force i get to fly around the world this is going to be great i didn't get off the ground myself i uh maintained the aircraft that Flew the army and the marines around. That's what I did, and I stayed in Louisiana and swept my rear end off. And we were doing this um, Barksdale. Now, the cool thing about Barksdales is B-52s. I like B-52s. In fact, I I made a meme, and it was taken from an, an air refueler. It could have been a KC-10, which is what I worked on, but the you know more commonly the. uh the, the smaller aircraft, which nomenclature escapes me at the moment, uh, 135, maybe they, in any event, <laughs> a beautiful picture, the B-52 was above the clouds and it was just down below. They hadn't, they hadn't dropped altitude to connect yet to refuel the plane. And it was just an amazing picture, so majestic. I love the B-52 bombers. And I like the B-52s too.
2: You know, rock yeah. lobster, right? That's
0: a little, <laughs> little, a little dumb. Go I mean, you know. That's it, man. I don't you know, know the
2: B-52 is a bomber that will have been in service for a hundred years. Yes. And yeah, they've that's got a going, awesome, it planned. That's awesome. Hundred years. Yes. Yeah. That's
1: really interesting that uh, it's made it. The, well, it upgrades it easily. It, it, it's, does it though? Like, I mean, you look at it and it still the thing still has a drag chute just to land. I, I mean, it's. But that's cool. It, that makes you think of Dagon Top Fuel Eleven. Well, well, it does. I used to
0: love watching it, them things come in it, heavy. It, it, and exactly, they,
1: watching the wings touch the ground because they have to have wheels on the end of the wings. I mean, when it's the like, fuel
0: when the, when the tanks are full of fuel, yeah. the the little wheelies on the end of the wings, they're just beautiful. I mean, there's there's no no more no more amazing aircraft ever, in my opinion. It, it's just B-50. hard to even, like, look at that and say, how is this thing flying? I, I mean, you know how
1: love, scientists talked about the bumblebees for, for, like, you know, decades. Like, you ever watch
0: B-52s take off, all right, they cruise down the runway, they get their speed up, and just as soon as the rubber leaves the asphalt, they do a sidestep of about 50 yards. Yeah. Because all eight of those engines have so much, you know... Thrust. Yeah, that... And just the spinning, it just moves the aircraft to the side, but uh, I worked on the KC-10s, but I I made a meme out of this picture, this B-52 from overhead. The clouds were below the B-52, and uh, that was back when I used Twitter before they started shadow banning anybody that didn't have purple hair and fish hooks in their faces. Um, You know, So I I made, uh, it said, it said Al-Qaeda, MS thirteen, Mexican drug cartels. Not to worry, that'll buff right out. Yeah. Buff. <clears throat> Quotations. No, buff was the nickname for the B-52. Big ugly fat effer. Motor flower. But that's what they're called. They're called buffs. They're still called no buffs. And they rock and they had nose art none of these new bombers even as far as i could tell had nose art the
1: nose art was pretty cool i mean that, that's a homage face. to
0: world war ii that's right and, you know there was a b-17 it was called the better duck yeah and uh, there was a b-52 the on, better duck 2. it was the better duck 2. it was on yeah. barksdale that's where really i cool. stationed and i love that nose art the better duck 2. it's donald duck and he's in a nosedive and his tail feathers are all ruffled up and he's got a big bomb under one of his wings <laughs> he's got a cigar in his beak <laughs> and his teeth are clean. he's got teeth showing through that beak and he's, his eyes are like all narrowed yeah. and he's like in a nosedive, better Man, duck too. Man, that's badass.
1: Total badass. I tell you, my, my great grandfather, he, he was one of the people that was a true badass. He flew 35 missions in a, a B-17, uh, mostly over France, um and he was shot down twice. Uh, was was able to bail out and, and make it uh, both times. Uh, one time it was a, it was a very close call. He um he was able to make it over over friendly lines. The pilot flew the plane for so long it had to go so low. His shoot wouldn't. It, by the time him. he bailed, he was he was only a hundred yards over the. Over the ground and those old chutes, they needed uh, much more than that in order to
0: yes, to deploy um, properly. But. That pilot's name was Captain Ludwig. Ludwig. Yeah. So, Double O Bob, your old man served in Vietnam. We got a Bible study here. You should tell him about because it's pretty much all Vietnam, with Vietnam vets.
1: vets. <laughs> so it
2: would be a lot of fun, and uh, he he would enjoy the fellowship for sure. You know, <laughs> I've heard stories of the. B-52s in Vietnam that they carried such a payload that when they would deploy their payload, that the plane would actually lift. <laughs> lift. There was yeah. so much weight yeah. in that in that plane oh, yeah. that yeah. it would just shoot straight up when it deployed its payload. Yeah. Well, when we watched them
0: take off at Barksdale, now if they took off and the the wheels on the end of the wings weren't put down. Then they weren't touching the runway. We full of they, bombs. They didn't have fuel in them. They were full of bombs. Why didn't they have fuel in them? Because they couldn't get up with fuel and bombs. A full payload of bombs and a full payload of fuel, no problem. Send the KC-10 out there, top it up when it gets in the air.
1: That's really, really interesting. I mean, it's like pushing everything to the limit. I just think the, they're
0: amazing aircraft. I think
1: that, they are too. I mean, I, I think <clears> that I'm not up to you know, date on on the specs like comparing it to say a, a B1B well, I Well they I, don't compare. Well, I, I know they don't, but I mean, the the thing with the B1s, that program almost didn't make it because it was extraordinarily expensive. I mean, the fact that it, it, it's it, to be honest, from what I read because I did watch a documentary the other day about it, it's hanging on by a thread because it's it's,
0: hmm. you know. So I hear sirens outside. I hear a ton. They found B, me. Those
2: B52s have such a flex. Yeah, they do. Those wings just almost flap like a bird. Yeah, it's yeah. like you're and filling I, me with
1: confidence. Buddy.
2: I want to say they did they not at one time they had four pods of two engines. Yes, and they, still, did. they model, still do. They do. they not have think, four pods of one I'm big engine? Pretty sure it's I'm still four sure.
1: pods of two. Well, I've seen recent pictures. I mean, maybe some of them haven't been updated. There might have been
0: some that have been retrofitted. But uh, there might be plans to change them to that. And I sure. watched
2: a video the other day of a. Uh, of of a, of a uh, c-130 probably the most produced airplane in the world it's and, amazing uh, puff the magic I, dragon and i've heard the stories of uh jato i think it's called the, yes. the jet assist takeoff where they they just start putting down the runway and then they kick on those jet engines and then they just go well, just What the c-130 up. has is pr- pro turbo props right now, they run at
0: full RPMs all the time, that's yeah. what gives them this sound. And when I was in tech school for a year at uh, Biloxi, uh, Mississippi, at Kiesler, uh they had the hurricane hunters there, they were C-130s, and they would go above the hurricane and drop down into the eye of the hurricane and take measurements of how fast these winds are blowing. That's why when you watch the weather, the weather channel and hurricanes coming, they they tell you what the speed is they tell you because
1: they've got a c-130 these folks the the are flying
0: out of Keesler down there into the literally into the eye of the hurricane well, of course the eye of the hurricane is calm
2: yes and but you know who did that first yeah right right,
1: right no kidding so, so it's the military
2: collecting the weather data in a 130.
0: yeah, yeah the, C, the, the, the c-130 the hurricane hunters and uh, they. Um, those engines run at, they don't vary in RPM. What varies is the pitch of the propellers. The, the how how uh, how advanced you pitch the propeller is how much thrust that, that that plane has. Helicopters are
1: similar, but you can adjust the the, um, the RPM on helicopters. But I mean, the, the, typically when you see the helicopters take off, it's not because they advanced RPM. It was it's
0: because they changed the pitch of the. We need to talk about guns, Terry. We just these boys over here they're like telling us that there is some kind of a long range shooting podcast and I I've been listening to Brian Litz and not only do I have a trains engineer's hat like him, but mine's got a spinner in it, a spinner in my ball cap, and I got my trigonometry and I got my eight hundred dollar castrel meter and I got all my colors right here, Terry. We need to talk about guns.
1: We do need to talk about guns. And uh, we, I guess, <clears throat> where this is the part two of yesterday's podcast. Talk about this Kibbler. <laughs> well, we'll definitely talk about that because that is a rifle. Uh, this is a colonial American rifle uh, reproduction that is made by a, a company called Kibbler's Long Rifles. And, out of Ohio? Uh, I believe they're out of Ohio. And uh, the fellow that runs the company, Jim Kibbler, uh, really great guy. I mean, easy to deal with. I mean, customer service has been fantastic.
0: and uh, I don't know if he's Asian or not, but he's got his slant on. It works. He keeps that machine moving. You know, he's, he's invested in uh, a couple of CNC
1: machines, and basically what he offers is extremely well-made reproductions of... Uh, colonial American rifles. Better than the originals. Well, of course, because I mean the the metallurgy is better, the tolerance is better. I mean, it's not because it wasn't high quality stuff back in the day. That stuff was great. I mean, a lot of the master makers, I mean, they had good stuff, but I mean, they just didn't have the machinery and the capability of making it to the standard that they're making these two. I I mean, it's just amazing. Um, Jerry, uh, my grandfather, is a master woodworker has been for over 50 years Brownwater navy he is very good when it comes to I mean he made furniture for a long time cabinets I mean he's you know any anything to do with restoring or refinishing or or making a wood product <coughs> he's your go-to guy I mean he's look up he's mobile
0: best. mobile riverine yes Brownwater Navy. look it up
1: he actually um, he had a flooring company for Probably 20 years that uh, he, he did the floors in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, and he's and, got the, and all and the that pictures dude, and that, stuff.
0: Uh, Was it Norman? That dude, the golfer, Norman. Last name of Norman is Greg, Greg
2: Norman? Norman. Yeah, he did his house. Yeah. Now, colonial rifles are those called... smooth bore?
1: So no, they yeah. they they made them in two two versions. They <clears throat> at the time in the 1760s, uh, a lot of makers were doing smooth bores, and uh, but a few makers were doing rifles. And uh, the kits that uh, me and Jerry have got, they are rifles, and um, the effective range on them, uh, if this is a 50 caliber, uh, it, it's it's good to about 200 yards. And you could make maybe take it a touch further, but um, like on a man size or deer size target, you know, getting in the kill zone. But uh, on the smoothbores, you're looking at like half that, typically, 100
0: at the most. Yes. <clears throat> but here's the thing. All these liberals that believe that the Second Amendment only applied to muskets might get to uh, experience some muskets Heck yeah. when they commit treason, which is a, an offense punishable by what? Death. Death. And, and so, okay, you have committed an offense against the sovereignty of the United States of America, and the sentence is death by firing squad, and this is why we need... Flintlocks. Yeah, to kind of bring a little bit of grounding It back. was a really nostalgical time. It was I a think. really nostalgical time. It was like the Percy she- It Black. was held in the parish hall of the uh, Tabernacle of Divine Serendipity
2: of the Latter-Day Macadamia.
0: <laughs> now, Shirley Q. Liquor, <clears throat> Chuck, a.k.a. Chuck Keneb. And Chuck, I know you don't listen to this because you done sent me an email telling me that you don't want us to use your stuff. But, oh did he no he didn't if he knew it he might he's trying he's been canceled okay he he is a gay white man and and he does a black louisiana cajun woman and they they like dad blame canceled him they said he's a racist and that that freak rupaul who he's friends with came to his defense came to his defense said there's no. never been a, a less racist person than Chuck Knip. Yeah. And but you know you can't you can't tell CNN anything. They make the no, story we, up as they go along.
1: Anything that they don't like or don't agree with is automatically racist or
0: bigoted. That's yes. <clears throat> racist, Terry. You know what? It's racist, and it's right in the middle of a pandemic. And yeah. they pierced my toast, Terry. Yeah. What a butt. <laughs> yeah. One never knows.
2: They don't. Yeah, they don't.
0: One never knows.
2: One never knows when the homosexual is about. He may appear normal, and it may be too late when you discover he is mentally ill. <laughs> public service
1: 1960 announcement. 1960 public service
2: announcement.
0: You know. <laughs> hey, how far have we backslid? Oh, my goodness. No, but Chuck, if you are <laughs> listening, you know, live your life. Live your life, my man. Hey, we, we, we
1: like Chuck, and, and I'm a libertarian pretty much. There are a couple points of view that most libertarians hold that I can't quite go along with. One of which is I don't think people should be able to go to the store and buy meth over the counter. I, I, I don't believe that. I, and you know I, I guess I can still maintain a libertarian point of view and, and say that because being a libertarian, you believe whatever you want to do that doesn't hurt other people, you're good to go. Meth always, always, always 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 hurts someone else. You uh, can't go there. You can't. And it rots your teeth. There well, you good. go. Well, right. you I mean, I,
2: I, I don't off. care about You
0: got all these lesions and goes. I
1: don't care about the person. I mean, if they want to do something like that, whether it be another drug or something that is only affecting themselves, ha- let them have at it. I don't care. I, I mean, but when you're doing something that will always affect somebody else, not that it might affect somebody else, but it will affect somebody else, I, I can't go along with that.
0: All right. <clears throat> Question. Double O Bob, AKA the cheese. It's two in the morning and you hear something pounding on your door. Not like trying to knock on your door, but trying to break your door open. What do you do? What do you go for? What is your plan? Because everybody's sorta of got
2: a different plan, but I haven't heard yours. Well, my, my particular setup is number one, I've got automatic spotlights front and back. Cameras front and back, so I could probably see who was there. Number two, if I were felt threatened, probably the next thing I would do would be to call nine one one. Number three, the next thing I would do is I would reach for my firearm. I would get my family, and we would go to our safe place and see what happened. What firearm is this? Gosh, take your pick. What's uh, <laughs> your Springfield, first choice. Springfield XD forty five. Mhm. Um what's and it, it depends on where I'm at in the house. It yeah. Could be a Glock 26. 9mm. What's millimeter. your uh, Springfield loaded with? It is loaded with Remington Golden Hydra Sabres? Hydra Shock. Hydra guess, Federal Hydra Federal Hydra Shocks. Federal, federal shocks, federal. Federal shocks. Yeah. Yes. Those things have the
0: almost a 100% one-shot stop. The
1: Hydra Shocks are the are the pretty much the best on the market. I mean, even uh, you know the Corbon solid coppers, which have like a really, really, really good record. Yeah. Um, and those are uh, hard to find now. Oh, they're very hard. To they're find. really hard. To find. Uh, I, I regret um, <clears throat> Midway had the 115 nine millimeter bullets, just the bullets for reloading, on sale for like thirty or forty cents a piece. <laughs> uh, not too. It, it was. It was maybe two years ago. And I said, "Man, that looks pretty cool." I'm like, "I should have bought a freaking thousand of those things." Because I mean, you could have me and Ron um, Colonel Ron, we, another we,
0: Vietnam veteran who is in our Bible study. You got to tell your dad, come on over.
2: I tell you, I tell you what I missed out on though, and I, I like these bullets too. Hornady makes a a hollow point per se that has like a little plastic insert in it, but they made what some zombie bullets. FTX. They make some zombie bullets. It's yes, green. Yeah. Yes, it was the same bullet, but it had the green plastic. Uh, we have some forty caliber two twenty two. Forty grain. Forty green, man. Yeah.
1: And it's uh, 22 the Twenty two. The Zmax. Uh, and then
0: you loaded that two twenty Swift at like forty one hundred. 46-
1: Forty. Well, I'll, I'll give the load, and, and don't load this unless your gun can handle it, uh, and and your brass can handle it. I mean, th- he this blew is, my
2: gun up, Terry. Come on,
1: it, it, this is definitely he over. my your, your book's max, but load I mean, at
2: your own risk.
1: Load at your own risk, but I mean, basically, that's what I always say. Basically, what you do, <laughs> and, and I'm not even kidding here, that this is what you do with this particular load, because a forty grain bullet, you cannot really overload it with H414 you take a just a a pail of h414 dip the case in you do and and strike
0: it level yes and stuff a 40 grainer in there and
1: that is an excellent 220 swift load but i I mean and there
0: is no armor known to man that you can walk around wearing that that won't punch there's a
1: couple armors out there now but they're like super heavy it's stupid i mean put it this way you're probably even if you're wearing your your level three plus armor from Spartan Armour Systems, you're not walking away from this.
2: Uh, what's well, the there's velocity on that bullet? 42, Over four thousand. It's
1: uh and my particular gun is forty two fifty.
2: I've loaded a twenty two 40 grain V Max at yes. forty one and change before. Oh yeah. There Shot you go. it in the winter oh, and yeah. it was cool. <clears> um <throat> but not it just uh just a fun try out. Cheese outlet. is always cool. There you the go. The cheese is never not cool. The cheese is cool when it's
0: hundred degrees outside. That's right. That's right. Because it comes bearing whiskey. I'll tell you. Hey,
2: taste that bushmeal. I'm. You I'm t- going to. I'm. On my, I notice, right, I notice glasses over mm-hmm. here must have holes in them. Cause they're <laughs> going to, they're all a lot quicker than mine. Well, we, th- we haven't we need learned our holes or hollow legs. We I'm haven't learned. We we we're we're willing
0: to learn. But but we uh, know, yeah, learn. Know but the that gun record.
2: that I choose in that situation depends on where I'm at in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, the Glock twenty six. It has the hornities in it. Yes and um yeah self-defense loads definitely Mm -hmm. never not my reloads Uh, my reloads are for fun they're for the range they're for shooting steel plates or paper targets or or whatever but when it comes to uh self-defense it's always Something factory. Yeah, well, and t- that's what most people recommend,
0: simply from a standpoint of litigation later that's, on. That's that's the right? thing, is because if you're
1: using handloads, you get some hotshot lawyer, and, and and let's just say that uh, you accidentally didn't
2: kill the the threat. <laughs> mm, right, and, and my guns are unmodded too. And there's another point you bring up. Yeah, you have a, a modded trigger or a drop-in trigger, and your hand loads. You know. And
1: then all of a sudden, they, they right. treat you like, oh, you were out to get somebody. And unfortunately, the way our courts have failed—I mean, our court systems are in shambles uh, right now. And uh, basically, you could you could be taken up, and and you know you get some some attorney that convinces a jury that you were out to get somebody. Right,
2: and, and I, I think my my. The way I look at it is, is I would strictly look at the situation you you pointed out. Somebody's beating on your door. Or you feel yeah. like you're in some type of imminent danger. I would look at it from a defensive standpoint. I'm I'm going to protect my family. I'm sure. going to hope the threat goes away. But if the threat comes to me, and you me, did the right thing, you
0: dialed on one one right. first because that's going to be an issue. Yeah, right? well, if
2: the threat comes to me. Then I'm prepared to defend myself, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to initiate. The Obviously, every
1: situation, defensive situation, is going to be unique because you never know the exact order in which things are going to happen. So, I mean, I understand. You know, if you're presented with exactly what he mentioned, somebody banging on your door, I would agree. The first thing you do, go ahead and call 911 because, at, at you know, worst case scenario, you do end up having to shoot the bastard. You at least at have least, record you know, of calling first, and, and, right. and that's going to help you um the the other thing too that you have to to think about uh especially if you do have like camera systems in place and stuff let's just see you know profile the person i I mean is this somebody that is showing do do they have a gun in their hand right are they wearing a mask or in stuff like that because if they're not wearing a mask they they don't care about you yeah they don't (laughs) my mask protects you
0: your mask protects me terry
1: (laughs) but 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 anyway I mean uh on a on a cereal note,
0: uh What kind of cereal?
1: I'll, Captain Crunch is probably nope, not no. No. Fruity Pebbles, Fruity Pebbles,
0: Fruity Pebbles, Pebbles. With I have marshmallows. With I have, marshmallows. Yeah, with marshmallows and I have all my colours right here,
2: Terry. <laughs> what are you talking this? <coughs> but, Captain Crunch. And, and, hey, and Captain I'm, sounds a little I'm bit, colorblind, I just know they taste good. Yeah. They do. Captain sounds a little bit like toxic masculinity. <laughs> yeah. When I hear that.
0: And, anyway. I don't like that. Anywho,
2: you like Captain Morgan, though, don't you?
0: It, yeah. Scotch.
1: No, well, Captain Morgan's pretty good. Captain Morgan picky. It is pretty good. Now, but here's here's the thing that you got to remember. Uh, back on a serious note. When, we don't do those. Typically not, especially this late in the podcast. We typically don't, but we're going to now. I mean, just go ahead and mark this date on the calendar. Um, When you're faced with... Data
0: will live in infamy. And we each have a note of oak in our hands. Note of oak. Carry on.
1: So, when you're faced with these different situations, and every situation is going to be different, you do have to to use your your best judgment when it comes to, okay, what... I mean, has he kicked down the door? Has he compromised the security of my door? I, I mean, because me personally, if there were some meth head or something like that, that we're doing that Uh, I'm not going to seclude myself into a room I am going to wait and see if they do in fact get through I'll put myself at a very strategic position and if they do in fact get through and if they do have a weapon in their hands that that could threaten me I'm going to put them down. I don't Uh, care
0: if they do or don't they kick my door open. I I agree with that but I I mean if if, if if you shoot an
1: unarmed person you're gonna have a hard time in court you will Especially if their family or something has a lot of money and they have a good attorney. Screw this bastard. I, I agree, but I mean, I don't want to go to jail because I get screwed over by I'm not handing court. myself over to these I, bastards. I agree. At that point, if I had made that decision, you're 100% right. I would never I would never be subject to that, but you, that would involve a lot of dirty stuff that I don't want to get involved dirty
0: in. Dirty done dirt cheap, ACDC, 1980, back in black. Shoot to kill, play to thrill or shoot, the thrill shoot play the to thrill play thrill play to kill the thrill. this yeah. happened. She Listen. was a
2: fast machine and she kept her motor clean. And she sure enough did. and she was the best damn woman I'd ever seen.
0: All right. she had American
2: thought, but you know there there are a lot of trains of thought in that too. She you didn't know, tell me any there are many lies. there's your train of thought. and then there is the call nine one one, go to your safe place. if you feel threatened, I'm armed. I'll defend myself. Yeah, yeah. In reality, what do you do? Nobody knows until you're the first shot fired. fired. This is called the put fog in that of war. situation. It's called the yeah. fog of war. Yeah. You don't know. So I I think I think we live in a community <laughs> where response time would be fairly <laughs> quick. But got what is what's the timing of hearing the, the, the knocks at your door making the call? and then them entering your house and there being the response from law enforcement. It's, you need well, to,
1: to definitely have plans to, to defend yourself, and obviously you do. And but, I mean, a lot of people, they, they don't think that far ahead. They do think that 911 is just gonna be there in 30 seconds. I'll tell you a real short story, I'll, make, I'll condense this. Um, I love our Wickville PD. I think that they're understaffed and uh, they do the best that they can. Uh, but this has been about a month and a half ago I was at our, our rec center
0: over there and uh, I, I was Swimfuls, swimming regularly movie stores Nautilus <laughs> machines carry on
1: but in, in, anyway
0: uh,
2: women have to be in there somewhere
0: or oh, were there some chicks over there <laughs>
2: that were not on meth that's it, rare it, it, it pretty much is carry but, on.
1: but my point is um, the uh, the the family changing rooms that uh, you use there was two of them over there where you change your baby's diaper and there was a couple both meth heads obviously meth heads like like missing teeth staggering around total meth heads that had a, probably about a 2-year-old daughter and uh, there was the lockers that was uh, that
2: Mr and Mrs Methhead? probably okay mm-hmm.
1: and, but anyway the lockers that uh, I had locked my my stuff in like my clothes they were inside these changing rooms and, uh, and, oh, they change their clothes, not diapers. Carry on. <laughs> and, anyway, um, I'm trying to, you know, get out of there, and you know, I, I'm patient. I, I wait 10 minutes, and uh, I start hearing they're beating their child in there. They, they are beating the their- They're spanking. Their, the no, 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 no. There was like it wasn't just. Uh, I mean, they were beating the child, and and uh, they were cussing her out. They were saying "f you" and. Um, you know they they were using the F word very frequently, and um, you know mm. bitch and all kinds of crap like that. And uh, I went and, and I got one of the staff there at the rec center, and and I said there, you know, because it, it had been 30 minutes, and I had knocked on the door a couple of times and said I need to get my stuff. And uh, occupied, occupied, occupied,
2: Ocupine, Terry, Ocupado.
1: yeah, pretty much. But but anyway, I got I got one of the members of the staff there. Stop and. Um, they they came to the door and they they heard the same thing and uh they called the police the police came they saw that these two people were meth heads the the dude was staggering around he basically had to crawl on all fours to get out of the building and uh guess what they did nothing, nothing. absolutely freaking nothing they they let those two meth heads that were beating their child and had three witnesses. There was actually, by the time that the police got there, there were three witnesses saying that they were cussing their daughter out and beating her. And uh, obvious meth heads, like totally strung out,
0: and they let them leave, and they did absolutely well, nothing. Well, I'm not gonna impugn our local PD. These guys have a, a lot of I would have done something, I'm sorry. Well, then, then they get dismissed from their. their, their well, war.
1: then, pick another line of work. I, I no, mean,
0: they, we, you know, because if you're not uh-huh. being
1: able to do any good, like like protecting a child, then they, they, pick they another send line these of work.
0: People, they, they arrest them. They go to New River. It's called a like a some kind of jail down there. Yeah. Regional. regional, regional. It's all regional and stuff, Terry. And they they get right the hell out, you know. And these cops are like. Why do I bother? You know, it's not the police; so, it's the courts. And, and
1: now I agree with you there, but if you and I do know some police that I totally respect, and I know that have done a really good job, and uh, the ones that that I personally know were not in any way involved in this particular incident, and I have a feeling that if they were involved, things would have turned out differently. Uh, I think the the two officers that showed up that particular day, and I don't have their names, and if I did, I would name them. I would but I don't actually have their names. I didn't you know, take badge numbers and crap like that.
0: And they got out of their uh, cruisers with their right pinky extended forward. Pretty much. Admiring their they, they rainbow-colored pinky nail. They don't care they about They didn't do their, anything.
1: They didn't do a darn thing, and they really should have, and, and I know for a fact that they could have. I mean, there was security footage there, obviously, that showed these people were high as a kite, and um, you know, there were three people there saying they were beating and cussing out their daughter. I I mean, this was awful. I mean, something needed to be done. They didn't do anything. So this
0: meth head, this guy, (coughs) who's presumably the father or the acting quote unquote father of this child. He he can't even get out of there vertical. He didn't crawl out of there. I was exaggerating. He was staggering. He was definitely. Okay, go ahead and make him crawl. And when you can get him to crawl, here's what you do. When they crawl, they are absolutely fair game for the Vietnam jungle boot. Yeah. Okay, so you you basically you come up and they're crawling, you know, their face is about eighteen to twenty four inches off of the ground, right? Yeah. And now you, these are Vietnam jungle boosts. Cost you half as much, last you twice as long,
2: and they're great for stomping queers. And meth heads. Of course, when you're done, you've got to clean out the waffle with a stick, but what the hell? You can't have everything, right? No, right. right or wrong. Well,
1: you know, I would like to knock the teeth out of a meth head like that, but they don't have any teeth. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Man, do some, go somebody from?
2: has to advocate for the child. Exactly. I, and, and
1: I was disgusted. Like, I there just were, want a little more of the nickel over sure. there.
2: Sure. Uh, there were a couple Not days. Not too much. <clears throat> so send him
1: home with more than. There, there were a couple hey,
2: brought it to drink.
1: There were a couple days after uh, that particular incident that I thought about that, and I, I prayed for the child. And it, it, I know that that child is in a, a screwed-up situation, and, and I was very disappointed that the police had everything they needed. They had three witnesses saying they were beating and cussing out their daughter, and they had two meth heads, like obvious meth heads. We know they these didn't do guys. Anything. We know. No, these. no, no.
0: I didn't know these two guys. No, what I'm telling you is we have some pretty tight contacts. I, I do not support all police. I support... But we support the ones we know. Yes. And they will... Well, not we, just the ones we know, but the ones that will actually do good, like in situations they like They tell this. you, we do our job, but the freaking court doesn't they do their job. They could have done something.
1: You know, do something instead of nothing. There, I know for a fact there was something that those guys could have done. Maybe it wouldn't have been effective. But they chose to do nothing, and I think that's yeah, disgusting. I don't know disgusting. who those
0: people were, but who those? If
1: I did, I would have named their ass. I we'll would have had... We'll dox them. We'll dox
0: them. Why not? We, we
1: are um, plenty far in. I mean, this was no, supposed...
0: we're about Can well, well. we talk about the week: uh, get you guys some extension cords, you'll think it's later extension cords, to connect to your generator, which uh, I'm sure you have by now, because if you don't, yeah. No oh, yeah. The Yamaha. Cheese. Yamaha,
1: Yamaha. 2200 bought some pretty cool solar equipment. They that's... were
2: they were non-existent a year and a half ago the Yamaha 2200. Called one day, National Yamaha dealer, we've got them in stock. Yeah. Got it ordered one, got one ready. Fuel cans keep my car topped off with gas because it is another source of fuel. Amen. Sure. I've got ten gallons of fuel in my building, but if a hurricane were to come through and we were without power for a week or ten days, I could tap the tank of of, of sure. one of my cars. You like, could. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. And, but that's what you your could, your, you your could, truck you is sitting come, in our
0: driveway for. Is you it? You
2: could come a few blocks.
0: Yeah. It's made oh, after this size a thirty-four gallon tank. gas. I would let you, man. I would, and you're one of the few people I'd let. You know, we got to work together, and. But,
2: uh, but it was a generator was on my medium shortish list for a long time, and I kept saying I need to buy yeah. one. I need to buy one. I need to buy the one. You know cool stuff. They got their yeah. slant on.
0: Well, they've got, they got their slant on. Do you know what it means to have your
2: slant on? Well, it it runs, it runs perfectly on long grain rice. There you go. He's, he's with us. Hey, I tell you uh, I looked at race. the Yamaha. I looked at the Honda. Yamaha, Honda. Either one would have been all right. Yeah, I got a Yamaha motorcycle sitting in my building. I'm like, what? The They've got I their on? on. Well, well the I'll tell you,
1: it, it's hard to beat the Japanese bikes as far as longevity. Well, especially when we're talking about dirt bikes. I, I mean, we're t- Suzuki, Yamaha, Honda. I I mean, there are more Japanese brands of dirt bikes that are going... Kawasaki. 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 Yeah, see? Uh, see Kawasaki. what I mean? Kawasaki.
0: The, the emphasis on sake. Sake. Hey.
2: You know, hey. They Rice named it. You know, they I,
0: named this stuff. You know how they named Kawasaki? I don't know what kawa means, but I know what sake means. And <laughs> you know what it a, tastes there's like. There's a bunch of drunk Japan... You, you've heard of Kawabonga. It's like kawa-sake.
1: Oh, sake. Yeah, exactly. It's, if it's you guys like, go have ahead and send it. Up.
2: So you make night, good stuff, but
0: Saturday night you know, live game show. Saturday night live game show.
2: Do that. You think about it, they make good stuff with the factories. Yeah. We built them after World War II. Yeah, we, we well that's Ford, where they got the start. We hooked them up well, man. Yeah.
1: well Ford is the company that is responsible for doing that because after World War Two is over uh, Ford did go over and they showed them how to build vehicles and they did a good job I'm not going to criticize any of the, the Japanese vehicles and people that choose to drive them I, I mean they have valid arguments when they say that guess what more of my vehicle is made in America than your vehicle which is a Ford I, I mean so I, you
0: go. I, the Japanese this is my favorite thing yes they invented Godzilla did you know that and Johnny
2: Sacco did the falling robot, yeah.
0: all the the enemy, but they did Godzilla. And my favorite though thing about the Japanese is they appreciate the art of imperfection, mm-hmm. and they call it wabi sabi. So you pick up a an old Japanese Seiko diving watch. If it doesn't look like it's been through hell and back, it's not worth as much as if it
1: has been. It's interesting you mentioned that because the most Japanese thing that you can get is a samurai sword, and if it has scratches on it, it's like nobody would piss on it. I mean, so because
2: they not cut any heads off. But no, no, think, no. You think about well, what I'm you saying, think about Canon and Sony and Panasonic and Hitachi yeah. and all those. They're all awesome. Those Big brands oh, yeah. that came out, but
0: this there. is what the Japanese will do, and I love the Japanese for this. And none of them listen to our podcast. We haven't had one download from anywhere Japan. in Japan. So, uh, I, and I have to assume it's because you guys no speak all English, <laughs> but uh, still like it. They okay. Let's say they have a, a china set, and one of the cups gets a chip in it they don't toss it out they don't look for a replacement terry they fill that chipped area with with, gold with gold and they feature the imperfection and the japanese lead the world in wabi-sabi that's what they say that's what they call it they feature imperfection it's beautiful about half of the watches
1: whether it be rolex tudor um, you know, the higher-end Seikos, your Omegas, I, I mean, your higher-end watches that uh, you're going to find um, on eBay, if you look, half of the sellers are from Japan. And that's interesting because, I mean, you wouldn't think that. I mean, surely, I mean, out of the entire world, why are, like, you know, 50% coming from one of the smallest countries? Uh, but, I mean, so many of the watches are coming from Japan. I think that's probably
0: why. They appreciate they it. They do. In, you know. They did they you also, say
2: smallest country. Think of what the smallest country well, of course. almost did in World War Two. Good day. <laughs> well, hey, they went yeah. for it, you know. Yeah. And I they don't... they awakened the sleeping beast. Yes,
0: they did, and they showed us who we could be, and we who we showed them who they were. Is it my turn? Carry on.
1: I want it to be my turn. I like it when it's my turn.
0: <laughs> Do you now?
1: Oh, because I just want to take this moment to bash FDR because I, I mean he was one of the worst presidents that we ever had bar I none. haven't
0: I haven't studied him you have I, I, I mean I have
1: studied him and you depth.
0: say he's a flamer
1: he was a big-time gay gay retard I, I, I'll tell you he um he basically I wonder
0: what kinds of things that man did when nobody was looking
1: uh, pretty much but 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 here's
0: what what He's i what's a bush
2: mill that's good it's good you stuff. just now started yeah. yes sir that's now
0: now the cheese is the preeminent expert on irish whiskey, whiskey. because he literally goes there Pretty we regular. sit over here and watch he yeah. goes there
1: but uh back to what i was talking about because i really just I, I really want to take this moment just to pound fdr into the into the ground because he was an idiot and uh he didn't make a single good decision I mean, he had a couple of generals um, that, uh, that basically won World War II for him, but uh, here's, here's my biggest problem with FDR, and I don't want to hear the bleeding-heart liberals that say, oh, well, America was just still reeling from World War I, and he just couldn't get us involved. He had the duty and the obligation to make the unpopular decision of seeing the fact that Hitler was defying the Versailles Treaty, and he was building a massive army and doing terrible things that he knew about back in the early 30s and he did nothing until Pearl Harbor
2: and uh, and some say some say he might have known that Pearl Harbor was coming I have heard I've heard that I don't know whether that's true but I I I don't know
1: that it's not I I mean that that's it very it is entirely possible and uh, but here's what I do know I do know for a fact that if the United States had gotten involved in 1935 uh, before you know Germany got the massive powerhouse that they ended up having and we decided, let's quash this. We not only could have ended the Great Depression more than five years earlier, we could have stopped one of the bloodiest and horrible conflicts. That
0: oh boy, that's <laughs> good. That, that Bushman's like that.
1: Yeah, but, it's uh, good. <clears throat> it's good. He also the Gold Confiscation Act. Is anybody ever heard of that? I, I mean, basically, I think he it was illegal to uh,
2: own gold, yeah, right?
1: It w- well, more than more than uh, I think I can't remember the exact figure, but it was basically a tiny you know, tiny amount. It was, it was like less than half an ounce. The amount in your fillings. Pretty much. There you go. A- and if you owned more than that, you could be arrested. I, so I mean, my dad, talk about
0: tyranny. My dad, your grandfather, he was a World War II vet, and he ended up being tasked with burying not only our own men, but the dead Japanese. And they would take the butt of the M1 Garands and break the
2: jaw of the dead Japanese and steal their gold
0: fillings. Dig them out with a
2: pocketknife. Well, they, well, the who else? Them. Who else did things like that in the concentration camp? I'm not sure. Well, we all did.
0: It. Everybody did. I, I mean, you know, they, when it, when war is on, they, they're already dead. No I world.
1: mean, if and there's gold in their mouth, I mean, I, I don't know what it says about me or what kind of person I'm. I am.
0: I get that gold.
1: I, I'm probably going to get it.
0: lot don't
2: tell me can't have that you gold. You know who got the golden ticket?
0: Who did? Willy
2: Wonka.
0: <laughs> and he had a chocolate factory. And you're talking 1935 and FDR. He should have done something.
1: Well, he should have because, I mean, Hitler was basically bound by the Versailles Treaty that he could not build tanks. He could not have a standing army. But he kept doing it. Well, not only did he, he do it, he like completely thumbed his nose at it and nobody did a darn thing until it was it was so late that it took the whole darn world to stop it.
0: I, I mean, 1935 was way too early, though. Okay. You know why? I don't. Because the chicks' heels were half uh, the size they needed to be. Oh gosh. I mean, no, I mean, no, I mean, no. They're God. like two and a half inches. I mean, that sucked. I mean, if, you, if you if your gal don't have a four plus inch heel um, it don't go. It don't in, rock.
1: I'm not big into heels. You saying the
2: skirts weren't short enough?
0: They need to be a little shorter, and their heels needed to be higher. Yeah, because they were not, there wasn't enough estrogen. But back back the low right, heels, long
2: skirts. Think of what the Versailles Treaty did, no, that no, I, it, it, a, it it.
0: You
1: do realize, either the people that had like ten kids. I, I mean, so I mean.
2: In the Versailles Treaty it it plunged Germany into such. House into such inflation yeah. that their people couldn't afford anything. They yes. couldn't do anything, they couldn't buy anything, they couldn't eat. Yep. And then you got this one guy that makes a promise. And they just they all gathered it. around they did. And, yeah, it, it and it's was, always
0: gonna be that way. Yes. We think
1: we wouldn't have done it. Humanity is very much the same, whether you be German, Japanese, American, we're African. Gonna, we're gonna follow the line. You, you, pretty much. I, I mean.
2: Sucky, in, sucky, long time. In, we're in, do
1: in, it. <laughs> <laughs> unless. Unless. To buku. To
2: buku. You talking Full Metal Jacket?
1: There you go. In, unless um, you know you have enough willpower to break from the mold as a human being, you will conform to the mold. And there are, are many people out there that can break from the mold. We've done it. You've done it. I mean, it's it, you're not just getting stamped, uh, you know, by a press, and uh, most people, and when I say most people, I literally mean 90 plus percent of people, they will do whatever the popular thing is, whether it be following Hitler, even if, you know, they don't even want to see is this good or bad, all they want to see is this is a group movement, and they're automatically going to fall into line, and they're going to look for reasons to defend what he's doing, and... Uh, And hope it's right. And hope it's right. That's the key. And you see people groups, all kinds of people groups, white, black, Asian, you know, all kinds of people groups that have done this historically over the millennia, and um, basically the human condition, uh, unless you can break from the mold, is uh, compliance and conformance. And uh, it's, it's, it's really sad to see so many people they just, they follow whatever they're told.
0: So we're going to, I'm assuming, wrap it, but uh, before we, we do th- we do this, um, tell the general, and we all know who the general is, and this is kind of, uh, this is kind of esoteric knowledge. Tell him to listen to this podcast, tell him to get over here and join his Vietnam veteran brethren and come to yeah. O Bob. Come on up. Yeah. I mean, we, have a good meal on Thursday afternoon. And we sit and we discuss and study the word of God. And we put on the full armor of the one who made us. And we are 10 foot tall and bulletproof. I'd like to have him with us. See if he's interested. Yeah, that'd, be, general. that'd be great. Absolutely. The general.
1: I think he would just enjoy the company. Um, you know, There's like four other Vietnam okay, vets yeah, Colonel that come. Ron, you got we had four. We we we've got three now.
0: Yeah. Well, Ted. Uh, Ted is. Uh, he was in his thirties in Vietnam. He was an A four attack jet pilot. Flew off of uh, carriers. And boy, yeah. does he have the some gen- stories. The general tell.
2: did two tours. Yeah. Okay. Well, that'd be cool. It'd be so. great to have him with us. Really, he really. He is a free spirit. Yeah. He the just, general does what he wants to do.
0: There you go. And still, still does. Rides that
2: yeah. Gold
0: Wing all over the continent. Rice
2: burner. You can say it.
0: Ain't nothing wrong. With, well, you know what we had last night? Okay, yesterday afternoon, my wife got her slant on. She was like, Hello, "That
1: was the wrong one. That's the cantina music." See, I, I mean, me in my infinite wisdom thought that it would be good to uh, to play the cantina. Here we go. <laughs>
2: I what, Japanese
0: I've not, not had this is Chinese but it's the same Japanese Chinese what is it one two three four same thing same thing um, they all got their slant on They're all good in math yeah and um, we're not we're not knocking them about that we're like standing in
1: hey that's a compliment
0: I mean we're, we're like standing in admiration. He, human
1: calculators
0: i'll tell you i mean they are and badass. then we look at them We say you got your slant on you're doing all this good math yeah they look at us and they say big eyes your eyes too big Oh uh, all hell broke loose all hell broke loose i got no thing to eat uh i got no thing to drink uh give me some potato and some uh whiskey <laughs> and we'll do it yeah. but you gotta do something for us I don't know what that might be. Well, I think might got the whiskey
2: in. part down tonight.
0: I, we, I, we do. we got the good whiskey down. Definitely. And do if, they sure. if
2: they don't, if they've
0: got nothing else, if they can't, you know, raise us some good vegetables. Because vegetables. Well, you know, vegetables.
2: I lived there in the late 60s in a Mitsubishi aircraft factory that had been turned into apartments in japan in japan that's interesting yes did you have your slant on all the while you know i don't remember mitsubishi
1: people
0: don't realize i mean obviously they produced
2: the, the engine for the zero yes they oh did. man the, that
0: zero was one badass motor flower m1 A2. at the beginning zero, of the war it was the and, hellcats were the ones that no, i mean yeah they, couldn't, they couldn't do what, nothing with the mustangs well either.
1: no the 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 hellcats was the that, that was the first uh aircraft that could you know, consistently defeat a zero. Um, but uh, the people. Nothing
2: do- else did. But then you had the Corsairs.
1: The Corsairs did okay.
2: f, f-, f- or you. F- for you. And
0: uh, the. f you. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine these guys? You know they did it. They got- came for- barreling down on a zero. Okay. They open up those 50 cows. They're like, this is like, what was that? Black Sheep Squadron, Pappy Boynton. They're like, this is the F for you, but for right now, you can drop the four, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a, a,
1: a real quick uh, history lesson here. That was cause, good. Because I used to study this a lot. I mean, this is a really interesting we story. We don't
0: study anymore. We, we just tell stories. That's No, I, I mean, this is... And drink whiskey, which is even better. This drink. is
1: actually a really cool story. I mean, if I could maybe... Stop possibly. Like, is I'm, it
0: as cool as a snowball in your underwear?
1: Could, could uh, like, maybe attempt. I, I mean... Probably not gonna happen.
0: Yeah, our latest our latest uh, commentary said I should let you should let me talk, and now he's probably thinking that I should let you talk,
2: and maybe
0: I'm gonna do it. Just like like just for a second. Carry on. I I mean,
1: it's a very brief history lesson. He said brief theory. I love it when they drop to the ankles. Oh gosh. Gosh. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, anywho, uh, early on in the war, what we had was the F4F Wildcat and it was way underpowered for the size of the aircraft that it was, the Zeros would eat it up. Uh, basically, our pilots barely stood a chance. I mean, there, there were a few accounts of the Wildcats that, that did shoot down Zeros, but uh, very, very rare. It was, Not the it, norm. It was, it was much, much more the other way. When the F6F Hellcat came out, which had uh, about almost twice the horsepower, uh, and it had a lot more range, uh but the plane looked the same like almost identical especially oh, so they thought they were fighting yes. the same plane yes the, the first account of the zeros being shot down by the hellcats uh, basically um the the zero did not realize that uh, he was dealing with a plane that had about twice the horsepower he was you know, expecting, you know, expecting and, and the hellcat went into a, a climb this like almost a vertical climb and uh which is an escape maneuver even for an underpowered plane if you're about to die you're going to take your last option which is just go straight up and and try to do something fancy on the
0: way down to to escape it you know what he was doing though he he thought it was less than he thought he goes into this chase and (laughs) we'll let you continue because i'm not i don't i I doubt it no no i'm gonna let you continue he's like chasing (laughs) this thing and you know what he's doing the whole time ha holy come around he's behind me now that
2: that is actually pretty much what happened but uh I've
1: never been on fire but you have
2: a more technical explanation i do have a more technical uh
1: explanation
0: so I was just if I just let him do it. But, but he probably won't. I, oh I mean, let's take bets. Bob? Everybody watch me let him do it. I don't know.
1: But, but anyway, after the climb uh, and the F6F not decelerating because it has the power to continue, you know, continue advancing, it was able to come back around and, uh, and tear the zero to shreds. And uh, that that and I won't even call that a technical explanation because the documentary I watched was way way more technical than that. But that was like the cliff nose <laughs> version. I, I mean, just trying to basically get it close. And uh, but but no, the the Hellcats were were definitely a match for the Zeros. No, they were they were way better. Well, the, the, they were. Uh,
0: it took us a while.
1: The, the P fifty right. ones were the ones that
0: were like way better. Like, but we didn't have that. The until Hellcats 44. were better than that. They were, but it took us a while. Here comes these uh, the, the Japanese. They got their slant on. They show up with these Mitsubishi Zeros. What's your time?
1: Uh, we're way over an hour. So I mean, we,
2: this is peaky. Well, they were. They had the edge at the beginning of the yes, war. Yes, they did. But we yes. continued. To make advances during the war, worse yes.
1: You know, and even I know that we brought a lot of the German engineers over here after World War II, which I think was was not good because I mean a lot of these. Well, are war we got warriors.
0: the best out of them.
1: Well, but here's the thing: without the German engineers, we
0: beat Germany. We came up with. We went to the moon because of these freaking Nazis. Now
1: that that while that is partially true, it's partially true. There were a lot of people involved that, that did not have any ties to the Nazis. And I do personally believe we would have done the same, possibly a year or two later. Who was the
0: guy? Who was the... Von Braun, Braun? is who you're talking about. That's the rocket guy, Von yeah. Braun. Who was the guy that wore the powder blue suit? Uh, Hermann... Um, Göring or something? Göring, that's it. He was a flaming
2: homer. Yeah, he was a... So here he, he comes. Hermann okay. Göring was the head of the Luftwaffe. Yes.
0: So he was a flamer. He was a flamer. You know, he, he liked, uh, well, I like boys, Terry. I love piercing toes. Yeah, and uh, so here he comes. Even with his archives, if he died before the war ended he's like um, if
1: he did which I don't know that he did but they sent
0: a bunch of them to South America
1: bunch of them. Uh, with the help
0: that, of America
1: I, I don't believe Hitler made it there I honestly don't but I know but, Ma- Martin Bormann did which daring uh,
2: testified at the Nuremberg trial so he I think yes. he was a cyanide guy yes. I think he, and who was yeah.
0: the german equivalent of Mark Zuckerberg
1: uh Adolf Eichmann
2: no
0: Goebbels the, well well Goebbels but oh, I, he was I, the
2: propaganda he, he was yeah, you're so right he,
0: the German equivalent of... Eichmann the, was the one that... Well, uh, Facebook they, mother flower Mark Zuckerberg.
1: Eichmann was the one that uh, basically designed the, the Holocaust. I, I mean, basically, all the camps and stuff was under the direction and the ideals of Adolf Eichmann. And he made it to South America, provably, because the Mossad took him out in the 60s. Uh, they, they basically abducted him and took him back to Israel. And uh, he stood trial and he was executed.
0: A As dude, he should have been. the the, the flaming Motor Flower that wore the powder blue uniform. Guy,
2: yeah, I mean he's like uh, he hung. He was found hung. He would. Yeah. He went to prison and was yeah. in prison for so many years, and then he was found one day. Kind of like Epstein. He, he was hung. He was hanged. Yeah. yeah. It's like kind of like Epstein, thing. Who wasn't hanged.
0: <laughs> but yeah, this uh, powder blue Motor Flower, this gay guy. He's like, okay, tell him that you hung me. Because I like being banged. Okay, that's great. That's great. I like that, Terry. We, we should probably... Send me to Argentina. Okay. And I will recommence.
1: That's great. So, we're way over an hour in, so let's maybe, maybe, I, I mean, probably... It'd be... Be,
0: no. Maybe, okay, we've done, done the, uh, arc, uh, the prep of the week. <clears throat> extension course, yeah, get you some extension We've
1: course. already done that. We've got, I'm just
0: revisiting it. You got you got any closing comments? I have
1: some closing comments. And uh, every gun law is an infringement of the Second Amendment. And the fact that I can't go on Amazon and buy an M79 Thumper is all the evidence that I need that the Second Amendment has been trampled in the dirt and it means nothing anymore. Tell us what that is. Uh, the Thumper that is a grenade launcher Vietnam era that is pretty badass. I, I'll tell you, you, obviously we have the cores today and a bunch of um, higher-tech equipment, but I mean, just the cool factor. It's kind of, it's similar to, to grenade launchers, what the M1 Grand is to rifles. I, I mean, it's something, yeah, it's a little outdated, but it could still be very effective in combat, and it's badass.
0: Well, you know what? When you snipe a bunch of these people who have committed treason against the United States of America, with a 1770 what in the hell ever you guys
1: it's got 1760s ish i mean y'all
0: y'all got these uh, they're coming right
1: oh yeah well one of them's already here the other one's on the way it'll be here in a couple of days i mean you're gonna have to round
0: them up and they're gonna go the sack of the only only applies to like uh, muskets terry okay Fine. Well, okay. This fine. is like Burger King. Your game. wrists we'll do, are we'll handled behind the post. <laughs> they are they are tied. I want you to look at the um, muzzles of these Muzzle muskets of that you claim that yeah. are only protected by the Second Amendment. Heck yeah. We bleed your ass dry. We're gonna shut down, shut down, code, ah. yeah. With, Hey, you finally super, got it to work.
2: Huh? You finally got it to work. It, you know. Yeah, once in a while it does. And I had an Oreo dipped in whiskey tonight. Wasn't that awesome? That was very good. If you've never had very it off,
0: if you've never dipped an Oreo in whiskey and loved it, you can't be in the club. No. You can't be American. Probably I mean, a little
1: gay. Just you're little. probably but, flaming. Not like mega gay, but just a little.
0: And what Jimmy didn't know is all about you. Yeah. You know and if you don't know what jimmy didn't know you need to listen to some earlier podcasts <laughs> but um time to close out what do we got we're gonna close out with super joint ritual the alcoholic you said super joint that's the free the weed <laughs> you were <laughs> I there I way ahead of right. the curve the the cheese double o bob the cheese was way ahead of the curve on the soup uh, free of the weed and these guys are called Super Joint Ritual. We'll check them out. Uh, by the way, email Forrest at Newberry 243 Newbury, One R in Forrest, two R's at Newberry243. Which, one of these days he's going to put together so he can shoot this Guardian match Ouch. In at the South Georgia-Florida line. But, uh,
1: at iCloud.com, Newberry 243 at iCloud.com
0: and uh, okay and then forest
1: no no hey that's that's plenty that's all the forest that's that's plenty
0: let's just go ahead and wrap up bangsteel at fastmail.com or the wildcard line at bangsteel at gmail.com or if you'd like to speak with double o bob zero zero bob t-h-e capital t c-h-e-e s-e cheese double, double oh 007 00 Bob Gee, the cheese, the cheese at whatever.com <laughs> let's see if you get through see if you get that mess of toast out. they pierced the toast Terry these people are sitting around here like they're like drinking whiskey and they're all this toxic masculinity and they they're like piercing my toast and uh, and I uh, He grabbed a Honda by man bun, and he did something to me, Terry. Oh, boy. That's great. Um, And you know what that is? What are we going to wrap up with here? Uh, A man bun is a saddle horn. I heard
2: heard joint in the wrap-up. Super joint
0: ritual. There you go. This is called
2: alcoholic.
0: Super joint ritual. Alcoholic. And it goes...